0: hi hello hello hi and welcome to all our hearts and minds thank you again for tuning in we're here to discuss all things that have been on our hearts and minds the good the bad the concerning and uplifting or just straight talk we're your host, Kimmy yeah our passionate heart and me Jeanette our mind and chronic overthinker let's get into it yes yes we should okay so let's just get right into the check-in the check-up what's how are you doing How is your week how are you feeling what are you looking forward to <laughs> um i'm
1: okay but as the weeks are going on i'm seeing more and more stuff related to christmas mm. yeah anxiety all of the propaganda all the propaganda, all the propaganda. It, makes propaganda. Me,
0: it makes me so anxious it's like it oh, does, God, it we does. Go.
1: like they couldn't even have halloween you know, before they were pumping all Christmas stuff. Mm -hmm. And now it's just in full force. But other, I do like Christmas stuff. It's just like all the propaganda around you all the time. It does give you anxiety. It's like, oh, I have to get my gifts. I have to make sure. Yeah. Oh, delivery times are, you know.
0: Yeah. The lead up time is pretty, it's, it's horrendous. That's what I'm concerned. But I mean, the day, the the day of Christmas is nice. Other than that, my week was all
1: right. It was all right. Um nothing that i couldn't really handle i mean work <laughs> is work yeah you know and i am grateful that i got through another week you know without any real
0: real dramas to yeah, have let's to deal with you know nice that's yeah. always that's always week?
1: good how about you girl
0: my week you know was just another week got through it um <laughs> <laughs> the year you know I'm kind of tired but this is part time of the year that I'm just tired like I'm ready for the new year like I'm, I'm at that point where I'm done with 20 I'm done with 2021 <laughs> like yeah it's, it's over it's done <laughs> that's
1: how I felt about
0: 2020 yeah but yeah. I always but for me it doesn't matter yeah we're in a pandemic but 2020 I was done with like by by June but yeah. which, is, which is unusual but I mean Usually, it doesn't matter what year around this time of year, I'm 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 done. <laughs> so that's just where I'm at.
1: Yes, well, it's it's fast approaching. Yep, believe it or not, it's fast approaching. You know, over the years, like as an adult, maybe not so much as a child or a, you know, young adult or teenager, mm-hmm. I just feel like the year just. November just passes. It's like New Year already. That's what I'm saying. It's the, the year. is, done. <laughs> like, <laughs> the year is done. like November. Oh, what happens in November? Like nothing. You nothing. You don't remember November. It's just like, oh, now we're at Christmas. Yep. It's Christmas. <laughs> Before
0: you blink. So, yeah. So that's, uh, that's our checkup. Well, we're, we're not dying. We're not crying. So all is good. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Amen. Yeah. So let's get into the headlines. So I'm going to start with, This big story, the biggest story that I've been seeing for the past week, which is the the incident that happened at uh, Travis Scott's Astro World concert in uh, Texas, uh, which had approximately 50,000 people in attendance. And just well, that's what they say, but that didn't look like no 50,000. That's what they say, but you know, we're just I'm gonna go with that number (laughs) because I'm gonna
1: go with it, I'm gonna double that. It's it's because usually that's no, usually they'll, you know, in the media. Well, oh, I don't have. think legally
0: they could have doubled it. Like maybe there's like maybe that was th-
1: definitely more than fifty thousand people in that park.
0: Okay, definitely. so but that's <laughs> what we're saying. We're we're working with fifty thousand, which is still no. That's a huge. That's a massive crowd. <laughs> that's a stadium. That's a stadium amount of people. Um, and so they said the story says that um, around after between nine fifteen and nine thirty, the crowd started uh, moving forward towards the stage. I think he was performing sickle mode around that time, which is a huge song that he has with Drake. That's why Drake has been being roped into everything as well. And the crowd started surging towards the front of the stage. Once people started to move closer, multiple individuals started passing out because they couldn't breathe. Because if you've ever been in a crowd where people are pushing and I've been in, it's a very scary feeling. I, I, I get my ass out right away. As soon, soon as I start feeling that pressure on my body, I'm like, I'm getting out of here. I'm getting out of here. Like, like <laughs> whenever I think about situations like that, right, mm. automatically
1: my mind goes to caribana. Mm. And the reason why, because the last time I ever stepped foot on the caribana situation, you see me, all of a sudden people are running stampede coming your way. You have to either part or run with the crowd. And it felt very like enclosed because now it's not open. They have these barricades and mm-hmm. stuff. And it just felt like we were like just a herd. Of yeah. People yeah. just, you know, it it just I I don't like it. Yeah, it's a very like uncomfortable crowds. feeling.
0: It's not like, yeah, that's what I start. I'm not like into concerts. crowds. I yeah. don't
1: like large amount of people around me. I just yeah, I don't know, man. Like no, it's I, very I, uncomfortable
0: I because anything could go wrong. So let me finish. Um, sorry, so yeah, sorry. we're going I to go
1: to a place, you know, I went to a place. You went to a place, place of trauma that. trigger. You were triggered. <laughs> yeah. Many a times. Like it, it, the thing is it went back to back. Like I went a long gap of not going to Caravana when I finally said I was going to, because of the last experience, it happened again. Mm. And I was like, brah, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> and that wasn't nearly 50,000 people no, in the area not. that I
0: was in. You know what I mean? Yeah, so so-
1: But anyway, trigger, go on.
0: (laughs) So, okay, so they're saying, so yeah, so multiple people uh, started passing out because they couldn't breathe, obviously because uh, that surge, right? So you're trapped, you can't move and all these people are, this momentum of bodies are pushing against you. So you could see the danger. So according to TMZ, as a result of this, nine people have been confirmed dead. Uh, there was eight, but the last person who was on life support passed away. I believe. Right. I think it was yesterday that I saw that they, or the day before, where they confirmed that the final victim, the ninth victim, passed away. So a lot of the people, the way they passed, obviously was uh, being trampled or asphyxiation with the surging uh, crowd. So very horrible way to go. And and honestly, prayers out to those families and individuals. Definitely. That um passed away. So according to TMZ, Travis Scott will be footing the bill for any and all the funeral costs of the families, obviously of those fans that passed away that weekend. Um, he's but and also this the lawsuits are piling up as expected. I'm not <laughs> surprised. So as of the last time I checked, there are 46 lawsuits piled up against um Travis Scott and his team around Astro World. And uh, finally, uh, something that he did. So I saw yesterday on Instagram or in social media that there was a clip of a spokeswoman um, speaking for him. I'm glad he got a spokeswoman because he released one video in response, and I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, is he looked like this? he was on something, bro. He looked crazy. It was it was not. He good. looked
1: like no. He looked like he was definitely on something or coming down from something because.
0: <laughs> it, was, it was weird. It was black and white. Very strange. Very strange. strange, strange. He, I mean, he had to respond that this is how you respond. So I'm glad he got a spokesperson. So his new spokesperson is uh, former Baltimore, Baltimore Mayor Stephanie Rawlings-Blake. And, um, you know, she was on CBS Morning and said there was they had a 59-page operations plan. And it clearly says that the only two people that have the authority to stop the concert... Were the executive producer and the concert producer. He was not responsible for this, but he wants to be responsible for the solution. And um, you know that she's a PR person. And she's saying what she needs to say. I'm just glad he got a PR person because that video... Ooh, yeah, you were looking thanks. crazy out here, Travis. Sorry. It was, it, and it looked fake. It looked weird. It was just... Ugh. So I guess my... You know, that's the, that's the story. Most of the story so far. I mean, it's it's everywhere. You guys, the listeners have, have to heard, have definitely know what's going on. The only thing I'm a little bit uncomfortable with with what I've been seeing is people trying to put this on Travis himself I'm I'm not comfortable like he's definitely not f- completely free of blame but I think it's kind of weird that people are trying to point their fingers at him specifically uh I don't know if you've seen that what do you think well yeah
1: I think that they are trying to because they want to hold somebody accountable but I I wanted to take a different twist on that that Drake performed just before mm-hmm. you know uh, before Travis came out and this all transpired, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like he's really being held as such oh, accountable. Oh, they—they've named him in the lawsuits.
0: Drake's names are in the lawsuits. I—I <laughs> I, I, I I don't that, know why. But it's but not
1: like they're not trashing him the same way. It's like okay. when you see headlines. Yes. The headlines don't say Drake and Travis perform at Astro World mm-hmm. and. You see Travis Scott performed at Astro. You see what I'm saying? What my take is on this is that I was saying to you the other day that um, he was probably in his own trance, okay? Because he's a performer. And to go outside and perform in front of all of those people, he has to get into a certain mind frame and a certain mind in order to do his job, okay? So with that being said, I'm not excusing that maybe he didn't respond the way people expected him to respond, but I think it's, there shouldn't be an expectation because as a performer, he's going to be in his own world, Mm -hmm. in his own, you know, bubble in his own vibe with the crowd. and. What I will say is that whatever kind of demonic energy was around that the place there, because <laughs> I don't understand how a crowd of people could just move like that.
0: I could see it happening.
1: Like, but okay. So the different clips that I've seen from the standpoints of people that are in the crowd,
0: yeah.
1: It I don't know. It just felt like a really negative energy that yeah. was that was putting people in such a, a position. Mm. You know, where they are trampling over each other. They're rushing the stages. They're, it's like one huge, gigantic mash pit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the fact that young people died bothers me a lot.
0: As young as nine years old, I believe. It bothers me a
1: lot, you know, and that's, I guess, why it triggered me so quickly when you were talking about it, because I've been keeping my nose to the ground about that one for me don't blame him Mm -hmm. I don't think it's fair that you blame him because he was doing his job and he's not gonna hear you the way you want him to yeah he you know he's not even if you got his attention yeah he's still in a zone Yeah, you know, he's still in his zone, So I don't think it's fair. But, um, but what I will say is that there was some sort of negative energy around that entire situation. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely. I've never heard I've never heard of such a craziness in all my life. Yeah, but he's known
0: he's kind of he's known for having rowdy concerts. That's definitely not new, but um, obviously maybe the amount of people and the energy and you know what I think really ramped up the energy. Some of these people haven't been out into a concert for God knows how long. They don't know how to act, clearly. <laughs> um, A lot of people outside of the people who got crushed, there are were um, drug, overd- yeah, but drug overdoses it, it, as well. But
1: even now, Jeanette, if that were the case, you should want to stay far up. Where's the social distancing going no, on? No, they don't the care. Place? They want to
0: be outside.
1: You know, but around, like, amongst... But I think the place just got rushed. Like, yeah, I think it got it, rushed yeah. full of more people than was expected or was planned for. I don't believe the $50,000... Sorry, $50,000. 50,000 people, I believe that it was at least double that from the clips that I've seen. But anyway,
0: I you know what? The lawsuits are going to come out of the Yazoo. Oh, yeah. 46 and counting. Jeez. Okay, so uh, again, prayers up to those families. Yes, I don't even know yes. what to say. It's, it's just a tragedy. And like you said... Obviously, there's no one person to blame, and I guess because it's so tragic, people want to point fingers. But you can't, you can't be pointing your finger at Travis alone. Like there is a whole safety, like the woman said, there is a 59-page strategy plan to deal to, to deal with this event. So you know, there's other people need to be named at the very least. Um, So the next stories, and it was just something funny I saw this week was, there's this beautiful video of Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats um, that they did uh, with Architectural Design Magazine, and they're showing their house. I've seen, you know, Connie and Kim did one. Some other, a lot of other celebrities do it, I've seen. I, I, you know, I love architecture, so I, like, that's, content that I consume and it's beautiful they have all yeah. this wonderful art obviously their home is going to be pristine and artistic right however uh the why I brought it up aside from the great video Mashonda, which is Swiss Beats X who supposed, who allegedly is <laughs> The woman that got scorned when Swiss beats got allegedly left. please. Uh, I you. Don't well. You do what was good, girl. Stop. Okay, so supposedly, you know, that's who Alicia took her uh Swiss beats from. She took her mind.
1: And, and it was so.
0: pleasant. I it was pleasant to see or interesting to see that on Instagram she had a post with the uh Architectural Desi- architectural digest, actually, it's not des- design, architectural digest magazine. Mm-hmm. And she said, first, I want to thank Swiss Beats and Alicia Keys for acquiring this piece, which is the art that they were showing in the house. Um, back in March from New York from my NYC Women's Month exhibition. They fell in love with it at first sight. Thank you for thank you both for placing it in your incredible Dean collection, an honor to say the least. Lauren Pierce Designs, thank you for believing me because I believe in you. I'm truly excited to be on this journey with you. We are getting Uh started. Definitely check out Architectural Digest to see the stunning art collection and the gorgeous home of the Deans. Whoa, what a time that has changed. I remember when Mashonda was yelling to the sky and to everybody that Alicia Keys was a worker. Yes. So times have changed, but it's good. That just means that just means she's at peace. And no, you know. it means she's moving strategic. Okay.
1: Should yes. not let go. <laughs> Should not let go. She going go make sure Swiss beats have to take care of her again. Okay. What do you mean? Like, no. She made sure she put her her <laughs> business up in that shadow shadow that she had right there. I was like, yes, girl. Yes. Okay. So this that was just something funny, but you know, I I'm- think it's I think it's hilarious, and I think that you know what you're not going to get rid of her Swiss. <laughs> not. And she's gonna be a part of your marriage with Alicia Keys, which obviously you can see. Yes, times have changed, but now she she's grown accustomed to a lifestyle, so she might not have the lifestyle of the house that was being premiered. Mm-hmm. Okay, but she can still eat
0: off of their off their she's plate. Getting, yeah, she's getting that attention, and he and he's sure been a, good, she took he's, the being opportunity a good, he's been a good husband because he's <laughs> supporting her. Supporting her efforts in this, maybe she's a um, what do you call those people that uh, do art, or they're collector uh, curator. So maybe that's her job. I don't know what she's doing, but the role it seems that she had with this, in this, these art pieces is that she probably was a curator for the show that they bought the art piece from. Mm-hmm. So at least he's supporting her in some way, and it's like it's like a cycle, a symbiotic cycle where they they showcase something, and she can get the drip down effect. <laughs> she's getting some clout and attention for some of the yes. work that she's doing so and it's she's good utilizing
1: her time
0: yeah <laughs> um so that was just funny but listeners you could go back and, and look up Mishanda because she she was a hot ass mess when 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 he started dating alicia so that's why this is this was a, a funny uh throwback uh, moving on so there's toronto rapper pressa who's known I mean I don't remember any of the songs to be honest like he's like really, do I young, not really but um it sounds familiar his name though yeah you've probably nice definitely day. heard of him he's kind of been making noise for the past three I would say three or four years but um he has been dating Koi um she's like a new artist in um the U.S. too I heard the song I know from her is Twin Him twin and twin yeah yeah, so you're hearing that benzino's daughter benzino's daughter exactly so you know her good good so i feel like he's getting a lot of exposure he was even on the breakfast club a couple weeks ago i was like what how the hell did he get on the breakfast club i think it's because he's being coy to be honest nevertheless i was like oh good he's getting massive exposure he wants to cross over but he was kind of awkward in that he was like a typical toronto you that's all I could say. I don't even know how else to say he was like a typical young Toronto man. Um, And he was like, yeah, you know, um, you know, Toronto, like, I was like, this guy, it was like, he's very Toronto. That's all I have to say. And that's not a bad thing. But I did kind of feel like the hosts were kind of working with him. He was very awkward being green. But um, yeah, so that was just that's a little bit of backstory. So now he's in the press again for going on Twitter and saying... Okay, I'm going to read the tweet word by word. He said, Americans got no culture. Their biggest culture is hip-hop. Motherfuckers don't even know what island they're from. They're just black, like the color. Then he made another offshoot tweet after that saying, niggas be like, I'm black. No, nigga, you built like a motherfucking Nigerian. This guy tweeted this. In the atmosphere, and he he didn't delete those tweets for a couple of days. He, he he has since deleted them, as he should, but he had them up there for a minute. And, of course, the Americans are roasting him, as they should. <laughs> like, I'm not here. I'm a Torontonian. I don't know what this guy's talking about. I don't I mean, know what
1: he's talking about. He needs to go sit down and get a history lesson or, yeah. or something. He's not making any sense. You yeah, know, uh, but he's trying to, you know, get controversy around it maybe, name. but this
0: is not the controversy you should want. If you're trying to cross over into that market and this is what you're saying, it's, it's I've not- seen
1: full careers off of less. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry. He's not doing anything different than a lot of you know, people who want to stir up controversy around his name. Yeah, it's not right, but mm-hmm. it's has us talking has us
0: we're from toronto but uh, black americans probably want to kill this motherfucker
1: (laughs) well he can't go in certain places i'll just say that like no but you know what sometimes depending on because i've been to different parts of the states and Mm -hmm. i find that some naturally have like a hospitable attitude and want to kind of educate him yeah versus like really bash him i mean you can tell he's a youth that doesn't yeah. know better. You he know doesn't have mean? any
0: sense. Yeah, no. And taste yeah. such
1: a thing and come from Toronto, like, really? We don't have, like, Canada on its own, I don't believe, and this is my opinion, sorry, mm-hmm. other Canadians or Torontonians, but I really don't think that Canada has a specific culture. I feel like everybody that, it's, that comes here, we're like one big toss salad of different cultures and different Um, ethnicities and uh, we're very multicultural. So, Mm -hmm. uh, and we embrace multiculturalism. So Mm -hmm. um, I find it hard to identify with what Canada and its culture is, you know? Um, And another ignorant statement that he made is he, Oh, they don't know what Island they're from, but most of the people that came that were shipped over as slaves didn't come from an island they came from a continent exactly we need to go back to the history lesson <laughs> we
0: miss that class i so, doubt this guy even graduated yeah, he's cute but try again yeah i doubt he even <laughs> graduated high school um but like you said hopefully there's somebody who's like you mentioned sympathetic and maybe tries to educate him I don't know, but I am ashamed that he would have the nerve to put that in the public, especially when you know you're trying to. No, I just I'm ashamed that he he attached Toronto to that
1: shit. That's all I'm ashamed (laughs) about. You had (laughs) left your where you from out of that shit, like please. Okay, we already have a rough time over here, uh, you know, American people kind of taking us seriously in certain respects. And when you go on a platform like this, which is the breakfast, like what you do, this type of exposure, making this type of stupid, stupid ass comment really
0: yeah.
1: he Did made the comment culture? he didn't make the
0: comment on breakfast club i was saying he made it he tweeted it but i was saying. oh sorry he tweeted it okay yeah he tweeted you still you're having opportunities yes. such as that now people are not gonna want to watch it they might not want to mess with you yeah you know so, what i mean
1: because you're 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 loose mouth
0: yeah we'll especially see where this when goes. it's so stupid yeah it very stupid. it's like it's like not it's like uh i don't know very dumb, but we'll see. Yes, very much so. Uh, finally, in the regular headlines, Britney is free. Free. As of yesterday, I saw this on online. Um, the judge has terminated the conservatorship without requiring... Free as a bird. Without yes. requiring any further mental evaluation, which was something that she specifically asked for. And, you know, after 13 years, congrats to her and hopefully... Yes. I'm, Hoping that, of course, all of us who are on her side and talking about this, we want her to enjoy the fruits of her labor without her blood sucking family. And I hope Mm -hmm. this is the start of that journey. So, congratulations to her. Yeah,
1: we might have some civil cases coming up just now. Right?
0: (laughs) We'll see. And then in music news, the the Fugees, Fuji uh Lala, they have canceled. We talked about their upcoming 25th anniversary of the score. They were going to do a a tour um, that they they started. They did the preview tour uh, concert in New York uh, in September, but uh, they announced recently that they are canceling the tour until 2022. Um, They posted on Instagram that the move to 2022 will ensure the best chance that all cities on the tour are fully open so the Fugees can perform for as many fans as possible. So that's their official... So
1: why start talking about it and then, like,
0: shut it down? So that's their official statement, but I feel like I, I, you know, knowing the tension in the group, who knows if it's more than just a logistical thing? or if it's just sounds like, I don't know, but unfortunately we'll see. I mean, that's something that, um, that was going to be interesting because I didn't think that was going to be a smooth ride. To be honest, I don't think, I think it's a big feat considering the history that everybody has with everybody. And the way Lauren is, Lauren is, I don't know what to say, but when it comes to touring, she's not the most, um, reliable. So we're (laughs) going Like and just and this piece. just
1: seems like another one of lauren's ideas okay <laughs> like yeah. i'm sorry i'm sorry i love you lauren but you can't hold time to save your life <laughs> <laughs> you just can't girl and you don't want to you put us all in check the other day on Nas's track. tracks so yeah you, you did
0: <laughs> <laughs> i get you but i'm not i'm not signing up for the concert Okay, so we'll see where that goes, but I do want them to have this tour. They are legendary. They are an iconic. I would love. I would love it. It would be beautiful. But um, so we'll, we'll see. I I I'm praying for uh that to happen. To be honest, regardless I'm praying of the challenges, that it
1: happened and it's on time. That's what I'm praying for. <laughs> Did you buy a ticket? <laughs> I I would. I would. But now we're bumping it a whole year and change. You see know what I'm saying? So
0: um okay we'll see see. all right so then here's a new thing I wanted to start incorporating um you know it's called what are you watching I just want to know what we're watching just you know I know a lot of our listeners especially since yeah we know the world is half opened up but not fully opened up so we're still Mm -hmm. kind of and it's it's turning it's winter's on its way so I definitely will be in the house a lot more what are you watching Kim
1: Okay, well, you know, right now I'm watching a couple things, but one that is really kind of I guess I guess getting more of my time would be a uh, family or fiance. So it's on OWN. Mm-hmm. And basically it's exactly what it sounds like. So a couple is bringing their family members together that might disagree with why they would want to get married and they're going through counseling to figure out how they can change their mind or they could work on something within this short weekend of time frame and get their blessings at the ending of the show. And so, right. Okay. Now some uh, like I've been getting into it, so I've you know, I'm, I'm kind of like caught up mm-hmm. you know <laughs> with the episodes because mm-hmm. it's really drawing me in and um that's real life I, that's real it life. is real life so there was one particular situation that was just recently i think it was last week so there's an episode that just passed about a week ago and it's about this girl and her name is Tara and her man his name is uh mccroy no mccory sorry and <clears throat> so their relationship is introduced to us and you see you know they they seem like they're all lovey-dovey and okay And then they come to the house that they're going to be staying in with their family. And the uh, therapist, you know, introduced herself and says, take a look at the house and meet me in my room for our, or my office, I should say, for us to discuss this. And so you see that all of a sudden it turns like their relationship kind of takes a different spin Mm -hmm. right in front of your eyes. And that is. I guess the counselor could sense that there's no trust here. And so she asked Tara, do you trust him? And she said, no, without a hesitation. And so they elaborated on that. We find out, and I was telling you about this before Jeanette, but I got the, the dates wrong, like in terms of time frame. So they're together for three years. And in the first four months of their relationship, uh, McCory lied about having a daughter. Mm -hmm. now she has a daughter and was very forthcoming claimed her child you know told him what was good and he hid it from her actually for four months but she has yet to meet the daughter after three years right so we see that they have a very toxic relationship as that conversation and dialect goes on and okay, so the families come to the house now and we get to sit down and the therapist will give them, you know, tasks that they should do with each other's family and they kind of swap. Mm -hmm. So long story short, we start to see that their concerns are around this energy that that's in this relationship where it's very toxic and very um, aggressive in nature. And you know, we can see, we learn now that Tara has a lot of rage issues. And we come to find out later on as it's unfolded that she has actually taken a sword and cut this man to the Whoa. point where he had to get stitches. Damn. Okay. Now he has come her down and boxed their same way hmm. when he gets to a point. So their relationship, so now it's being exposed to the, to the other family And, uh, McCory's sister was like, what, this is what's happening. She could break it down. She was like a a semi therapist there. Like she had a lot of sense and a lot of things to say, especially to Tara and telling her that you need to work on self. Like you look at, you need to look at the little girl in you and, and fix her and heal her with this show. Why I guess I'm kind of drawn to it is because, you know, I'm supposed to be getting married and I am a fiance. And it kind of appeals to me, I guess, within that realm, Mm -hmm. but to end this show and how it all ended was there was no blessings to be gotten Mm. none of that because the abuse and and so on was exposed. That was the emphasis. And so they parted ways with him leaving, Mm -hmm. like leaving his ring, walking away from the actual scenario, because the therapist that was helping them with that suggested that show your family yeah. that you're really true about this because you keep going back and forth with this toxicity. Yeah, And it's like a, a really, like a cycle of abuse, mm. you know? Anywho, I, I like, I like the show. I mean, mm. there's other things a little bit lighter that are on mm. the show. It's not always swords and, and, and <laughs> cutting people in yeah, stitches and yeah that's a shit. lot you know it's not always always about that but you can see the dynamic of uh this relationship and how toxic it is really and she tara having this big blowout during dinner with the family the next morning woke up like hunky-dory like nothing changed everything is good everything is good in the hood. Like, let's keep it pushing. Let's get some breakfast. Like, like it's a Monday morning. And it was scary to see that someone could adjust to that level of to- it, yeah, No, you know, like real toxic behavior. Yeah, She adjusted and it's normal, hmm. you know? Um, so anyway, he ended up leaving. She stayed there. Supposedly they've parted, but, uh, no update thus far. So yeah. Yes. What are you watching, Jeanette?
0: What's on your screen? So I've been watching a lot of great things, but I really, what I want to talk about this week was um, the movie Harder They Fall that uh, came out, was produced by Jay-Z and James Samuel. Everybody was everywhere. Everybody was talking about it and it did not disappoint. I was blown away. Amazing. It was all black cast. It's a, a Western style type of movie and Mm -hmm. everybody was looking beautiful everybody's looking good the action whoo i i couldn't sit still watching this movie i was on the edge Mm -hmm. of my seat and the soundtrack oh my god you know jay-z's involved the soundtrack's gonna be fire they have songs by the title track is by coffee they have lauren hill they have jay-z barrington levy Wow, even uh, really? CeeLo C- C- Green is stacked the-, the soundtrack is amazing as well so wow. every all around amazing package and something that um I really liked about this movie is there was like a-, a musical like the music was you could tell very important because obviously not only Jay-Z but the guy who wrote and direct and produced the movie James Samuel he's actually Seal's brother he's like really he's an- a musician too so there's a lot of the music element of this movie is really strong, but then the the director, the style, I think he did, like, I'm not going to front, like, he did take a few of Quentin Tarantino's kind of stylings because Quentin Tarantino had Django and he did another Western. I can't remember remember the name of the Western right now, but I I definitely saw a lot of Tarantino's kind of style of directing in the visuals, but it's not a bad thing, but it's also, it was, like, just very exciting to see the all-Black Regina King, um, wow, Lake- Regina Lake-
1: King. Okay.
0: Yeah, Lakeith Stanfield with his fine self, as well as Idris Alba with his fine self, oh, as as well as uh, Jonathan Majors with his fine self. Like, mm-hmm. and, and of course, you know everybody was yeah, very good. Like, yeah, I recommend it, and it's on Netflix, so everybody has access to to watch it. So that's what I'm watching now. Let's get into our first segment here. Uh, yes. We're going to be doing a Wagwan for real this week. Wagwan for real. And in this segment, just to catch you all up, listeners, is this is where we ask the question, Wagwan for real? Because the story just doesn't make sense. Things are nope, adding don't up. Don't add up. they nope. don't add up at all. And we kind of want to discuss those things that don't add up. So, yep. you know, last week for our workout session, we did we talked about the Rittenhouse trial and specifically on the person who was on trial trial, which was Kyle Rittenhouse and and that whole the argument for self-defense and where we stood on things. So that was we already talked. about. Yeah, yeah. This week, you know, the this trial is going to be in the news until they come to, you know, they have their verdict, which is not going to be very long understanding. So something that came out this week as I was, you know, keeping abreast of the news is the judge, the judge, Judge Bruce Schroeder. I've seen a couple of videos from this guy and I don't know. I don't know. He's kind of a loose cannon. Um, Kind (laughs) of. Two incidences that I've seen came across this week. Was first, he spazzed out on the prosecutor during the trial. And at one point in time when he was spazzing out, he was saying a lot of legal speak. I don't know if you saw it, but all I know is he said to the prosecutor, Thomas Binger, don't get brazen with me. Yeah. And then he went on to rant. So he was, he was pissed about, I don't know, some element of how he was questioning we know that's how it is there's there's back and forth in a trial that's to be expected but what's right. not to be expected is to see the outburst that i saw the judge have that's unusual judges are usually pretty they keep it you know they keep it well they're supposed to like keep it
1: level-headed
0: level-headed I'm, I'm to me personally from what i've seen this person is not very level-headed and i'm seeing a slight bias i'm going to go into the second thing I saw that led me to seeing that. Mm -hmm. So this week, uh, Thursday, I believe, was Remembrance Day. We call it Remembrance Day here in Canada. And in the U.S., they know it as Veterans Day. Mm -hmm. So on the day of Veterans Day, they, you know, people are circulating a video where the judge abruptly, I don't know, maybe they were on break or something. I don't know what was going on. He asked, Oh, today's Veterans Day. Are there any veterans? He asked the jury, he asked the defense, prosecutors, everybody, Oh, is there any veterans in here? Is there any? So somebody on the defense was actually a veteran. Uh, one of the, I think uh, the last name is Black. I don't remember. But anyway, and then he said, Okay, let's give a round of applause and blah, blah, blah for all the veterans, which I think is on surface level, there's nothing wrong with that. So, it, uh, well, yeah, I mean, we, we, at surface yeah. level, I acknowledge that it's Veterans Day and you want to acknowledge any veterans in your courtroom. That, I guess, is fair. Mm-hmm. And so, but if you dig deeper, considering what's going on, what's on trial, that, to me, released, that signals some kind of bias. I don't know what the bias is. But okay, well, signal. first, yeah,
1: the reason why you feel there's a bias is because the authority that the judge is paying he's playing in the actual court setting Mm -hmm. he is the end-all be-all of everything that happens inside of that court as you can see Mm -hmm. if the defense or prosecution he's the one that has to say nay or yay you can talk no objection overruled or not Mm -hmm. he now controls the perspective of the jury members Mm -hmm. that will that are going to be present you understand in the situation of the court. And so I just feel personally that he created a bias by creating the imagery in their minds of a veteran. Mm -hmm. And people are already starting to try to paint this young man as being some sort of a hero and vigilante to save the businesses that were in the area, okay? So when we think veteran, we think in a different perspective when you're now dealing with the trial of this young man that went down there and killed people. Mm -hmm. So I feel there's very much a bias that's created because he is like, the the orchestra is is the different parts of the court and he is the conductor. Mm -hmm. If If he tells the guard to come and arrest that person, they're arrested. If he tells the jury to disregard what was said, It is to be disregarded. So for you to now have that type of power within that setting and almost people will naturally want to side with you because you're the judge and you are the you are the one that's going to orchestrate the courtroom. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't just comments like that that he said. I think they were at one point I saw a clip of him making an Asian comment. Yeah, I heard of that. Absolutely yeah, I heard that disgusting mm-hmm. because it shows that he himself thinks on a biased level
0: to make such
1: comments within the realm of the courtroom.
0: One thing about um, him, I noticed he's very chatty, very chatty he's judge. He's too damn chatty.
1: <laughs> okay. He's not taking this shit seriously is what I'm seeing. Hmm. And what I, what, okay. Here's why I feel wagwan for real. Okay. Because is he trying to get himself off this damn case? <laughs> Is that what he's trying to do, today? Uh, Is the man trying to take himself? Well, okay, to I, him saw, act now I saw so something. That he can be removed from the from the bench of trying this case. Um, I
0: saw something um here that he in the New York Times. It said the judge has said that he has overseen more homicide trial. Homicide trials than any other judge in the state, perhaps, but perhaps none that has garnered more attention than the trial of Mr. Rittenhouse, who is facing charges, including intentional homicide after fatally, fatally shooting two people, whatever. We know the story there. So it's like the attention, like he's like he's used to doing these kind of trials, but the intense attention might be something that he doesn't want now, especially with the news every day is is recording and talking about his outbursts and his comments whatever little comments even when he says it in passing because that Asian comment he made was just like when they were breaking for lunch yeah but why would you
1: you know this is being yeah so why are you being so loose in the mouth right (laughs) and 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 I would just rather him have more discretion like as a judge knowing that you do kind of rule the different parts of the courtroom I think you could deal with it on, on, on a different level and still get the same results Does yeah. that you, you see what I'm I saying get what you're saying he, he doesn't need to go in that direction it just seems like he doesn't take this seriously and furthermore what doesn't what doesn't add up to me is if this were a black man <laughs> the judge would have him underneath the jail already Hmm. we wouldn't get to see this type of antics the last time i saw a black man where there was this level of antics in the courtroom was oj oh lord the antics on that one so many antics okay so that was the last time i saw a black man with that many antics it's because oj had the money see me this little, ma- this little boy right here. Now, uh, one part I wanted to mention was his breakdown in court. Oh, yeah. The-
0: <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> Got to talk about it. Kyle's breakdown.
1: Kyle's breakdown, yes. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I want to, me- I'm going to tie that into what I'm thinking about this thing. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get this young man off, eh? Yeah, of course. Or they're trying to get him minimal time, if any. Yeah. So with the combination of the biased and unsensical commenta- uh, commentary from the judge and him breaking down to the point where he can't breathe in the courtroom, mm-hmm. they're trying to paint this image that this little boy, oh, he's so sad. We should feel so sad. Look, the judge is not even taking this seriously. <laughs> it's the imagery that you're planting into the jury's head. It's what you're trying to portray to them, you know. And I feel like between the two combination, I wouldn't be surprised if this comes back
0: a hung jury. Yeah, I think the way thing, like you said, this the shenanigans already. I, I I don't know a lot of shenanigans. This is a lot of shenanigans, and
1: and I feel like. The judge is trying to get himself removed because I think that the comments that he's making, they're strategic. Okay. In a way. Because the veteran thing, because instantly when you think anytime you mention veteran already there's an automatic respect that people tend to give i agree people who are veterans I right agree. which mm-hmm. which which i agree you should give them respect they're out here trying to protect your country you know what i am saying? Mm-hmm. yeah we should but that's already see that image is now put into your mind right mm-hmm. and then you start to hear the facts about this young man's case and then you go well you know he was just trying to protect the the businesses just like how veterans would protect the country Mm. you
0: see what that imagery yeah yeah i know that thought process that you're putting into someone's mind well that's why i brought it up i'm like on surface level it's very innocent but i think you know there's also a lot going on there as well i just feel like this
1: shenanigans like of this (laughs) judge is just too much it's just too much (laughs)
0: janet like well that was uh that was update and uh yes. that's I'm the, the judges, the judge is I'm definitely side-eyeing this judge that's all I yes can say. we will
1: side-eye him and I will keep my nose to the ground about that one but anyways we're gonna move on to the call outs the call out
0: it's the call
1: Here is where we take the time and we put each other in the hot seat with different questions. So, okay. I know you don't like this, but I had a whole leaps of questions, in. So choose one. This is the last One time. to four. This is the one last time you do this. <laughs> okay. I promise. Maybe. One to four. Okay. Uh, two. Okay. Two is what would you try if you knew you wouldn't fail?
0: What would I try if I knew I wouldn't fail? For me, flying. Flying a plane? Yes. Okay. Okay. That's a big responsibility. (laughs) I would want to fly.
1: I've always wanted to, like, I think have the courage. I think that's the part of not knowing, like, if I'll drop or something. If I know I'm not going to fail, I would
0: try it out. Well, if I knew I wasn't going to fail, then I definitely would be an entrepreneur. You know, my, my mind is always on the money. True, true, <laughs> true. Start some business. If Any business I want, and you're telling me you won't fail. All right, I'll do it. I'll, I'll, se- I'll sell my house and get take the money and make start a business. True, true, true. Okay, well, that was my. Okay, my question is: so with with all you know, with the news, we're here hearing, hearing a lot of now. Government and mandates are trying to vaccinate our children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously parents are without without fail, as they should, not com- not 100% comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. And so some families are, you know, I've heard in the news saying, you know, they're they, if they were to force this, that they would homeschool their kids. And so my question to you is, do you believe in homeschooling? Not necessarily around these mandates, but generally just having in mind man- uh-huh. things, people being forced to having to maybe do that.
1: Um, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason why is because naturally we are social people. Like people are meant to be around people, you know? Um, and I think that with a child, the child should have their childhood childhood. Mm -hmm. You know, and a part of having your childhood is going to school Mm -hmm. and socializing with other people other than your immediate family. Mm -hmm. Um, The world that we live in, we're always going to have to be in contact with people in some shape or form. Um, And I think having your child at home and, and homeschooling the anxiety that the child will feel when they have to be reintroduced mm-hmm. into society, I think is detrimental Yeah, for their development. You okay. know, um, that anxiety is crippling the kids from actually learning more because when you are around others, you also learn from mm-hmm. others, you know, um, So for me, I don't think that homeschooling is the way to go. Um, Even if you have more than one child, because some people have that argument that, well, if I have more than one, like, you know, maybe three, four kids, they can kind of socialize with each other. But that that inner circle has to, you have to be able to come out of that inner circle and live amongst our society. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I I agree with you. Um, yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, I'm, I'm along the same lines as well that, um, homeschooling is not, a, a I don't think it's good in the end. if the options of homeschooling and regular school. Definitely. I believe in regular school, because like you said, I think it's a socialization thing. People that definitely. I've met, people that I've met who have homeschooled or typically usually socially awkward you could very like, much you could usually pick up on it and be like mm, i think they were homeschooled <laughs> yeah. I mean, pretty, pretty, much. Pretty, pretty much right and i like i think that's a part of being an adult is knowing how to interact and deal with yeah with, you have to you have to the know world. how to interact i mean
1: yes a lot of people have made the argument to me before no you can actually stay in your house and never come out why would you want to do that but here's the thing is that if you ever had to, it would be a big ordeal. It's an ordeal. You can't function properly. Okay. And so I would rather be familiar. Yeah, I'm not saying you can't be in homebody. Mm -hmm. Being a homebody is different than isolating yourself from the world. Yes. You know, you're going to have to come in contact with somebody at some point. If your internet goes down and you need the technician to come to your house, you're going to interact with people. You know what I'm saying? Um, robots have not taken over the over, over the world yet. No, we're not there yet. We're around the bend, but Meta- we're not there yet. Yeah. Meta- no? metaverse soon come. Just, what? <laughs> and they're making all these um, artificial intelligence uh, yeah. thing and all of this making them look like human beings so and slowly as you see more jobs are being taken over with self-serve or with you know on uh, you don't even have to go grocery you could literally stay at home if you wanted to and not go out and socialize but eventually if you do have to interact you don't want to be overwhelmed and have anxious anxiousness around being being around people yeah exactly you know um So, and that starts from a young age and it can also be argued that socialization starts in the home. Yeah. It it
0: does. does. It does. But it has to expand. It has to expand. It's more, like you said, like in in the world we are in, at least today, you're going to have to leave your home. And if you don't have to, if somehow you set it up not to have, not to have to do that, people, you still need to interact with people. The, The person who's delivering your groceries or the person who's coming to fix your fridge, yeah, you're gonna have to deal with people eventually. So okay, well that that was mm-hmm. that was it. Moving
1: into the workouts, this is where we mark we work out our hearts and exercise our mental fitness, and do a deep dive discussion on issues that might be impacting our culture. In the past few weeks or generally. And one topic that I wanted to to discuss this workout session, it's very broad here, but we'll narrow it down, listeners. So makeup or no makeup? That is the question. Hmm. Now, for me, when I when I am introduced to that question, it might stand out to be very obvious the answer, but I do believe that there is this this spectrum. Like there's it, it's and it has two very different extremes. One being someone who is totally natural and doesn't really wear makeup or condone wearing makeup. And then there's the other side where they can't leave their house unless their face is beat. Mm-hmm. Now, I personally fall in the middle where I do like makeup, when I'm going somewhere special or I'm going out somewhere, that I want to, you know, dazzle it up a little. Yeah. But I just don't feel like you should reinvent your face. (laughs) I feel like it should be an an enhancement of beauty, right? And sometimes when you see some of these girls, bro, I'm telling you, you take off that makeup and it's an entirely different person, a.k.a. K. Michelle. No, joke. <laughs>
0: oh
1: God. <laughs> God. She has a totally new
0: face.
1: She has a whole new face. <clears throat> I told you she needs a name. But mm-hmm. anywho, I'm just saying, like that idea. It's a whole different person. So where I look at it is a nice medium in the middle. Where yes, wearing makeup is okay, but not having makeup on should also be okay. Your skin should be healthy enough and glowing enough. On Is its own. somebody judging you for not having makeup on? Um, I feel like over my interactions in the past. Yeah. I have kind of been judged okay. on different, you know, scales, And for me, it's not that I don't like makeup. I'm just not into it. Mm-hmm. I'm just not into it the way that some others are. And. I can leave my house without my face being beat, Mm -hmm. but I can't leave my house without lotion on my face. Oh, sorry. (laughs) You need to have the lotions, okay? And some some lip balm going on. So I still, I am very much into the hygienic part of taking care of my face and my skin. However, I'm not into the makeup so much. Mm -hmm. And so I started to think about this idea because I remember at one point, Maybe a couple of years ago, they had like this naked skin, no makeup movement. You know, I feel Alicia Keys was involved at one point with it. Yeah, a couple of years ago,
0: two, three years ago. What what happened? Mm -hmm. What what happened to it? I I don't think it's completely gone. Really? (laughs) (laughs) I do. I
1: don't know. I felt like that whole movement just died out, fizzled out. And now people are slowly like, they're using makeup to look natural, that they're not wearing makeup, <laughs> using makeup. Yeah. Anyways, so from my, my perspective is like, sometimes I see these women that put on a whole different face. It's like a mask, you know? And cool, you wanna beat that face before you go? Kudos to you, girl. But I feel like it, it should be an enhancement, not an invention. Okay. How do you feel about this
0: topic? Let me let me hear what what Jeanette's feeling on this. Well, I think. Um, well, uh, first and foremost, I always, you know, I am judgment free zone over here. I do have a different, interesting angle for those who do like to have a beat face. I feel like I have an appreciation for the art form of makeup artistry, so that th- that's another angle I think that needs to be considered like aside from vanity there isn't I think there's an artistic value of that so women Mm -hmm. who do do that even though I sometimes I'm like wow that like she definitely spent at least two hours like on her eyebrows alone or something like that but um there's I appreciate that art form because sometimes if I can look at your face and be like okay she put um, put a lot of work into that, and I ha- I can appreciate that if they, if they're you know if they're if they're doing a good job if they're yeah. uh, if they're good at what they're doing they there there are this can go left as well. We've seen some faces where you're like, girl, you really? have like ten layers of cake on your face, right? But, just on your face, <laughs> like just caked on. But I, yeah. I I think that's an angle that I think should be considered is the art form of it. And also the commercialization, like you're saying, it's not, we can't, I think, remember, we're exposed to meet, forget regular traditional media, just a young person being on social media alone, they're like, makeup content is definitely top five of social media. If not, I would probably even put it in top three. Top three of like content creation and consumption. Yes, I could would, agree with the top would five. Would be like the yeah. whole makeup makeup movement. So if you that's slapping you in your face how many times a day? It's like you literally. It's like seared into your brain. So like any like advertising, it's like unconscious. And so it's like that behavior, that routine, is literally unconsciously being built into these young ladies at a very young age. Right, this is it. So, it's like the norm, it's the norm. But if you're asking me personally, so I so we kind of have to understand that like some people are doing this, it's not even like of their own volition. So, that's just an angle and and an appreciation for the art. That's an angle. Now, coming to my own personal personally, for me, yeah, I think uh, that's too much work. I'm a you know, I'm a person who who's very uh, (laughs) what's the word? I don't know how to say this in a good way but i like my sheets in my bed so i <laughs> my routine is my routine is like to maximize the amount of time i can have in my bed so my getting ready time is very very um conservative so right? right i have to just like literally straight up that's the reason so i do wear like if i was going into the office when i was working in the office i'll do a light a light powder a light foundation or a uh, BB cream type of situation to just even out my skin tone and moisturizer, lip right. gloss, lip gloss, and maybe eyeliner. That's, that's as much as I'm going to do. That's the daily. That's just right. regular, simple, like you said, natural type of makeup situation.
1: Just an enhancement, just, just an enhancement, little... just
0: to smooth everything out Yeah, just a little, you it, know... and open up my eyes a little bit. That's it. Exactly. And then yeah, so those who like and that's the reason why, you know, sometimes I look at the people who do a lot who do like a full face, like is to like your skin. You need to let your skin breathe. So doing that every day, doing it once in a while, like when you're going out, you're doing a photo shoot, that that's okay, but doing that every day, that's gonna damage your skin. Like yes. the, the, the the ingredients in the makeup, like eventually, especially when you're kicking on so many layers it eats away at your pores. So I've That's seen right. women who are older, some women that like, you know, I have a, my uncle's, one of my uncle's friends, like I, that woman's face is caked 24 seven. Okay. Looks. And uh, the few times that I've seen that maybe she needed to freshen up. And I saw a little bit, what might be underneath there is like loud.
1: Yes, I've <laughs> actually heard women say. "Your pores." that have They don't the sure.
0: want, they don't want their man mm. to
1: see them without makeup on. So they will sleep. Mm -mm. in the makeup because they want to look you know more put together in the morning yeah that's a psychological thing and I'm like what
0: girl you need to let
1: your face breathe
0: yeah that's like a self-esteem issue that's not even like a a, a conscious decision it's like you literally have no type of self-esteem right? And I'm like, but
1: this is the thing. And so it does get to that extreme where they can't be seen without it. And I feel like that insecurity to not just be your natural born self. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying not to, not to use makeup. I, I use makeup. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? However, I'm just saying when it becomes such a, an obsession where you reinvent somebody your face and to look like something else to the point where you don't want others to see you without it. Yeah. So it's almost as though you're afraid of them just being or seeing the truth. I feel like you. that's
0: a form of dysmorphia.
1: It has to be. Yeah. It has to be. Um. And it, it is damaging to your face and to your skin. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you kind of have to have a happy medium and my happy medium might be different than others. Mm-hmm. you know, like my happy medium is, yeah, if I'm going to the office, you know, pull on my skirt, put a little eyeliner, you know, make sure my face is, you know, nice and lotioned up, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm a little gloss and, you know, but um, to go out, that's when I'll put a little bit more effort and, you know, the eyeshadow and whatever, whatnot. But it, I feel like People should see a difference in you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like people should be able to say, wow, look at that. Make- oh, sure. Oh, goodness. Look at her eyes. Mm-hmm. Her makeup looks so nice. But if you're constantly in that face, like you're going to have a full blown fo- uh, photo shoot every day. Mm-hmm. After a while, it's like, you you don't, you're not, you know, like you've you kind of lost your dazzle. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you've kind of.
0: It's well, like that's why you're saying it's same like, one. They create that. Well, just like you were saying, right? Because if you do that every day, no one's gonna like. So now, when you don't do it, like, say you have you break out in a rash or right? for whatever reason, when you don't do it, people are like, "Oh, oh, right? <laughs> you
1: okay?
0: Oh, something wrong? Yeah, right." right? <laughs> It's like you build you create what's, like a cage what's, what's really for yourself. Good. What's really good. It was really
1: good. It was popping like why are we like this? <clears throat> um and so I just exactly. So I, you know the dazzle is gone and so just looks like the same face all the time. And it would be nice to see more women embrace their natural beauty. Yeah. And I guess when I think of makeup uh, or no makeup it also not just about makeup but for me it kind of gives that broader Uh, Perspective as well. And it could go in different angles. It doesn't necessarily have to be makeup. It also could be like the whole beauty industry in itself. Yeah, exactly. Excuse me. And so, I mean, I don't want to go too far out there into the deep. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't want to go, I'll kind of want to rein it in and uh, leave this (laughs) off and wrap it up with a positive note. And that is that all us women are beautiful, we're naturally beautiful. If you want to enhance your beauty, cool to you. I'm just saying every now and then, don't be afraid to be you. You know, don't don't be afraid to be you. It's okay to take off the cakes and cakes of makeup going down the drain and the sink now looks like the whole of your foundation. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying like take off the cakes and cakes of makeup and, and just be, accept the fact it's okay for you to be you from time to time too, you know? Um, but anywho, so we're going to wrap it up by saying that we hope your hearts and your minds were activated on this week's show. Whether you lead with your heart, okay, or your mind, we want you all to please stay passionate and thoughtful. We'll talk to you next week. Take care.
0: Bye-bye, everyone.